What's up, everyone? Happy 2023. Hope everyone has enjoyed the holidays or made the best of them. If it's not something that you enjoy, uh, I hope the new year is off to a good start. This is the Ready, Set, Mindful podcast, and I'm your host, Carrie Bishke. Today, we're going to dive into something that a lot of people talk about around January, goal setting and intentions, resolutions. I hate that word, resolution, but goals, uh, you know, and intentions can be a part of the conversation around January. Uh, Really should be a conversation year round for sure. But this is the time where lots of people are kind of re-evaluating the habits and goals and routines in their lives that are working or not working for them. So we're going to talk about how to make your goals stick. Uh, You know, January is a time for lots of people signing up for new classes and gym memberships and therapy and coaching and business development and all of these courses and different things that we can get into and convince ourselves that we need. Um, And sometimes those things help us and sometimes, you know, they don't and we can fall off quite easily. I forget what the average is that people um, stick with their resolutions, but it's it's not super high. (laughs) So uh, I'm going to go into that in this episode and talk about how we can make your goals stick, Uh, you know, some things to avoid and some things to focus on so that you can be successful, not only within the month of January or for the next two or three, four months, but year round, what can you be doing to actually make some of your goals, you know, um, stick and also instill habits that are going to help you uh, to be successful in those goals. So we're going to we're going to dive into that. So make sure to stay tuned for the rest of the episode. So some of my goals, I've been pretty vocal, I guess, on Instagram about some of the things. Uh, if anyone follows me on Instagram, they know that I talk about the the routine routines and habits and things that are important for me um, and that I really advocate for. And some of those things include meditation, mindfulness, obviously, I'm a big advocate for self-care, boundaries, social media breaks, you know, healthy, healthy lifestyle choices. Uh, You know, I'm a holistic therapist, so I really focus on helping people the whole, you know, the whole person. So how's your sleep? How's your social media? How's your diet? Uh, What does your movement look like? So I kind of talk about all of those things with my clients. So those are some things that I'm a really big proponent of. And in my own life, I just want to share, you know, a little bit about what my goals are, because I'm a real person and I have goals and I don't, um, you know, I'm not successful all the time. And and, you know, my habits and my routines, I, I screw up. I'm a human, uh, just like everyone is, right? So a couple of my goals that I have for, you know, for this year um, and just to kind of start out for daily and monthly, uh, one of the big things that is on my on my radar is to read 10 pages a night. Um, it's really, really important for me to practice what I preach and to be able to walk the walk. And, uh, you know, I do tell my clients to be mindful of their screen time 
And, you know, part of that is leaning on other things other than your screens and times where you're looking for entertainment, things like that. So I also fall victim to that trap, right? I have this like little mini computer that is an arm's distance away from me at all times. It's like that temptation is there for sure. But one of my big goals, one of the things that I really want to focus on is incorporating more reading into my day um, and into my evening so that I can eventually create that habit to reach for a book rather than for a phone, right? Like how crazy and cool would that be when you're in the Trader Joe's line or Target or wherever you shop, Home Depot, um, and you're in line, you know, you see someone opening up a book rather than their phone, right? Or if you're on a a plane or something like that, everyone has their screens, but how many people are actually reading these days, you know? So it means something to me to read actual books and not off of a Kindle, no disrespect to people who read off of screens, but think you're losing some of that benefit uh, that can come from giving your eyes a break, you know. So that's something that's high on my list this this year, this month, and that's going to be a daily habit that I'm going to incorporate to read 10 pages a night to really try to build that foundation. Um, you know, and another one is to incorporate social media breaks for me personally. I think uh, as a business owner and just a human, uh, we're just connected to our phones so much throughout the day. And there's so many opportunities and temptations out there to check your social media and keep up with, um, you know, DMS and different things and see what people are doing. And it's, it's a lot. So I want to incorporate more social media breaks into my routine throughout the day as well. So thankfully, our phones offer a lot of cool tools for us to be able to do that. So we can set timers and, uh, you know, see how long we're spending on these apps and things like that. So we can kind of keep ourselves in check there. So those are just a couple things that I have on my radar for goals that I want to stick with in 2023. So notice I didn't list 20 nine goals here. So I'm keeping it short and sweet. And those are my two that I really want to focus on. They kind of go hand in hand, right? Like ditching your screen time and picking up a book a little bit more often, right? So hopefully those things can make me a better person in 2023 goals, right? Um, So we're going to talk about helpful things. We're going to talk about five tips that are helpful in creating and sustaining, you know, goals. Uh, So how can we make goal setting? How can we make your goals more likely to, um, you know, be accomplished, right? So the first thing, first tip is to find a meaningful goal that you can connect to. So something that connects to your big picture, why? To my growth and development as a human, right? So that's a pretty big why. And my reason for choosing that goal is because I did feel really disconnected from my core alignment and my values. Uh, You know, when I'm on my screen a lot and spending a lot more time on social media and things like that, uh, you know, I feel disconnected. I feel floaty. I feel anxious. Most of us do, right? Um, The screens have a propensity to, to do that to us. So one way that I can really kind of find my way back to baseline and feel grounded and feel like I'm connected to my higher purpose of, of feeling 
like I'm growing and I'm developing and I'm evolving is to yeah get back to reading those 10 pages a night. So I'm connecting to my bigger picture, my bigger why. Why am I wanting to read 10 pages a night? So that I can feel more grounded, so that I can connect to my bigger, my purpose, um, which is feeling more enlightened, uh, you know, smarter, feeling like I'm growing and evolving, right? So finding a meaningful goal that's going to help you big time with motivation down the road when things get hard. Um, You know, when things get hard and we're not having a meaningful goal, we tend to self-sabotage and that can really derail our goals, um, you know, from, from sticking. So, and something that aligns with your values, right? So my goal, for example, to read 10 pages a night is because I want to gain knowledge and I want, I like the grounding feeling that I get from reading an actual book. It makes me feel connected to my purpose, connected to, you know, to words, to knowledge. It's important for me to feel like I'm growing, feeling like I'm evolving and becoming more enlightened, right? So that's my why. That's the thing that connects me to my bigger picture. So I know that I've picked a meaningful goal. Um, you know, another place where people get stuck is figuring out, and this will be our second tip, um, is not picking a realistic goal, right? So figuring out a goal that is reasonable, you know, timeframe wise, um, and is realistic enough so that we can actually accomplish it. So there's, there's kind of a few things that go under this. So when I say realistic, I mean, you know, picking a goal that isn't too big or isn't too small. Um, and sometimes, sometimes people pick goals that are pretty broad and vague too, um, which is super unhelpful because then we just don't really know where to start, um, or what we're working toward with something that's too vague. Like I just want to be healthier. Like I just want to feel better. Um, great. Like that's awesome. But how can we, how exactly do you want to feel? What exactly are we going to do to kind of get yourself there? So, um, but picking a realistic goal. So I always really like to encourage the clients that I work with to start, you know, to start small. You never want to start too big. Otherwise your brain is going to feel like that's too far away. It's too unmanageable. Um, and you're going to be way more likely to drop that goal because you're not going to feel connected to it in any way. So we set unrealistic goals a lot of the time because, I mean, I think setting resolutions and goals in general, sometimes um, people feel like they feel like they should, right? Um, Or maybe they, that, that goal sounds good on paper or other people tell them that they should have that goal, um, but they're not necessarily like really in tune and aligned with that goal. Um, So therefore it's unrealistic, for them, right? And it's not super meaningful. So kind of a little bit of both of one and two there. So you want to set a realistic goal. Notice like with my goal of reading 10 pages a night, I'm not saying like, I'm going to read a book a day or I'm going to read for like an hour a night. I know that with my schedule and my time constraints that that's not super conducive. Um, and that I'm just going to be setting myself up for failure. So sometimes we know excuse me, sometimes we know these things and we just make those goals anyway, uh, just because our heart's already set on it. Uh, But really, when you look into it a little bit deeper, you're already setting yourself up to self-sabotage that goal. 
um, because you're you're not being realistic with what you're actually able to do and accomplish. And so we're not setting ourselves up for success when we do that. So make sure you have a realistic goal, something not too big, not too small, but Goldilocksy. Um, you want to, is that Goldilocks just right? She picks the bed that's just right. I forget. Anyways, um, you want to pick a goal that you know, has a timestamp kind of associated to it. Right. So those goals like feel better or like want to lose weight, or I just want to go to the gym more. Great. Like, what the hell does that mean? Like, how often do you want to go? Like what's realistic for your schedule and your, um, you know, and your routine as it is. So I put 10 pages a night. I know that that, you know, usually takes me, how long does that usually take me? Watch the judgment come pouring in now. (laughs) No. Um, I don't know what, like 10 minutes. It kind of depends on like the depth and breadth of the book and the content that I'm reading, but it's a pretty easy read, right? I know that that's, that's really like less than 15 minutes, like a night, like that's super doable. Right. And I can always build on that. And that's what I've been doing. If I'm reading 10 pages a night and I'm in a good spot and I'm feeling pretty, pretty motivated. And like, I just want that momentum to kind of, um, keep carrying through and I'm getting into it. Sure. I'll go, I'll push to like 15, 20 pages a night, maybe 30. Um, so, but you just want to start small in order for me to get those 10 pages a night. I have to let my brain wrap its, you know, wrap itself around. Okay. 10 pages a night, super doable. It's just a few minutes. And then if I want to go further, I can push past that, but that's how I get my brain to do that bare minimum of that 10 pages a night, if that makes sense. So we want to set a realistic goal and have a timestamp associated to it. Um, because our brain, especially my, you know, overachievers and anxious people, we like having that, that timestamp associated with a goal, right? That's what makes it real. And we avoid doing that when we're scared and when, you know, because then it's, it's easy. We're like, well, I just said I wanted to like feel better or feel healthier. And I kind of did that for a while, but you know, just got too busy or whatever. It's so easy for us to make excuses for ourselves and to sabotage our goals when we don't have a timestamp associated to them. So just like be mindful of that. If you find yourself kind of leaning into, I just want to feel better or look good during the summer or, um, you know, run this pace or like, where is that coming from? Like, is that something that you really want to do like it's coming from a a, you know a place that's meaningful um, for you and aligned with your values great but just make sure you do that check uh, and get that timestamp associated with your goal as well so the third tip for how to make your goal stick would be to pick a goal that's not (laughs) eco-based right so you want to um, you know some examples I guess of ego-based goals would be like make more money or lose 25 pounds or, you know, uh, things like that. So nothing's like wrong with wanting to make more money or to want to lose weight. But again, you have to focus on, um, where that's coming from and why, like what's your bigger picture, why that's underneath of that. Right. And so sometimes again, like with the ego based goals, we have these goals because we feel like, we should have them or we're trying to like kind of keep up with the Joneses or keep up with our coworkers or other people that we know in our friend group. 
Um, so just be mindful of like where those ego based goals are coming from and if you're truly connected to them or not. Right. So again, try not to fixate on the numbers, but rather than the actions. So I always try to talk to my clients about that, especially any of my clients that I work with, with a history of like disordered eating or whatnot or perfectionistic tendencies, you know, try to not fix it on the numbers so much, but more of like the actions, right? Like even if I'm trying to help a client get to, you know, they want to run a certain pace and they want, they want to get under a certain time for their half marathon or marathon or whatever it is. Um, we focus on like the small action-based steps that they need to get there and not so much like that, that end, that end line, um, that, that number so that we can focus on the small things in front of them rather than the bigger thing that seems really far away. So, um, that's the third thing. Uh, the fourth tip would be to start small, build confidence and momentum, right? So uh, I talked about that with my goal that I'm using as an example of reading 10 pages a night. Again, I'm trying to start super small and then build confidence and momentum so that maybe, by February or March, I can kind of revisit that. And, and goals can always change, by the way, just because you set this goal doesn't mean that you're like locked and loaded and you're, you're totally pigeonholed in there. You can definitely change it. And it's kind of what I was getting at. So I set that initial goal as, you know, read 10 pages a night. Uh, and yeah, by February or March, as I'm like building momentum, and I want to switch that up to 20, 20 pages a night at 15 or 20, um, then great, whatever. But I have to start small and build that confidence and build that habit and routine first. That's super important because the more confidence and the more momentum you build and you lay that foundation, it becomes thick, <laughs> you know, it becomes strong. Uh, that's great that's going to allow you to kind of continue. Um, and that's really important, right? Cause you have all those stackable wins. I use that word a lot. Hopefully people know what I mean, but yeah, when you have all of these like little wins that you've done each day, you've like drank your water, you've done your meditation, you've done your cold training. Like every time you do those things, you're getting stronger, you're building more of a foundation for yourself. And that's awesome to lean in to lean into when shit gets hard. You're like, oh, well, I might as well do it today. Like I already have like Tuesday, you know, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday and, you know, I might as well. So that's when that conversation starts to shift. Um, once you've starts, you've started small and you have that, that confidence and that foundation. So that's, that's really cool. So something that helps with that too, is just noting your progress. Um, that can help you, physically, like if you have something like a whiteboard, I always, I love whiteboards. Um, and even just post-it notes, different things like that, or taking notes in your phone, even of your progress of days that you've like checked the boxes, you've done the things like you've killed it. Um, you want to take note of that so that again, when things get hard, you have those things to, to reference, right? So I have my, I'm training for, my first 50k um at the end of January. So the thing that really helps me stay motivated um and that that helps me every day is to check off my runs. So I have all of every single one of my runs and every single one of my workouts that I want to do 
for, you know, my whole training cycle. And so that's in front of me. I see that every single day before I, you know, I put on my shoes. It's right by the door. And I look at it uh, every day before I'm about to leave the house and before I go on a run. And every time after I go and I complete a run, I come back and that's something that helps get me through my run sometimes too. I'm like, oh, I get to check off my, (laughs) I get to check off, uh, you know, my run today. Like that's so exciting. So anyone that really like is incentivized by checking shit off and, and checking a box and physically crossing something off, I get so much out of it. I highly recommend that you have a whiteboard or a calendar or something where you can physically kind of keep track of your progress because it's really cool to see now I have what like five weeks of checked boxes over each of my runs and it's really cool so you can you know stay motivated that way that's been super helpful for me anyway the fifth tip to making your goal stick would be to set clear and specific goals um so we want to again, just be really specific about what it is that we want. Um, and we want, you know, we, we aren't clear and we aren't specific about our goals. Again, just kind of as a bailout of, you know, it's that fear of failure that kicks in and we want to give ourselves an out. And so sometimes it's easier to not set clear and specific goals because we're afraid that that pain of not accomplishing them is going to be too big and too strong and too much. And so we just, we don't do it. We don't feel like we're, we're capable. Um, it's that fear of failure or lack of confidence that kind of kicks in where we, you know, we're just really vague and what we want, or we're just not really connected to it. That can be a piece of it too. Um, so figure out what it is that you most want and f- figure out a way to phrase that in a way that's clear and specific and has a timestamp associated to it. That's that last piece. So get actionable, you know, some things that can really help, um, can really help with, you know, making your goal stick is to create a framework. So I always go over this with my clients trying to figure out, you know, what, what their goals are, what, what they really want making sure that they're very connected to their goals. So we go through like a vetting process with their goals and like wean out all the weak ass goals that they have. Um, Not that people set weak ass goals for themselves, but sometimes, you know, there's just a better goal or a better way to kind of frame that goal. And so we just kind of, you know, it's like creating a thesis statement. You want to make it clear and concise and get rid of all the filler words and all that stuff. So it's just really clear. Uh, and so something that really helps with that is to create kind of a framework for, you know, things that can get in the way of your goals. So if you're like right off the bat, right from the get go, identifying the shit that can get in your way, um, you're setting yourself up for success, right? Cause you're not going to be blindsided. Uh, you're going to identify your excuses. You're going to identify where, you need extra support. Um, so it's really important as a part of this framework, I'll kind of go over a couple things here that could be really helpful. So once you have your goal, maybe one or two goals that you want to work toward, identify what your current habits are right now and pay attention to what triggers you into your behavior 
right? And how you might want to change or amplify that. So what are the current habits that you have that aren't setting you up for success? Like maybe you want to get morning runs in, right? But you're not waking up in time. So what are your current habits right now? Or you, you go to bed too late, um, or whatever it is, or you're, you're working too much, or you have different barriers in your way. Um, identify what those things are, what your current habits are, and pay attention to what triggers you into that behavior too. So maybe you, um, you know, you want to have a healthier relationship with food. Um, but right now you like drink three glasses of wine before bed or, um, you know, have other crutch behaviors that are not super helpful. So they're barriers to you having your goals. So pay attention to those. Um, and the actions that you tend to take when you're feeling stressed, uh, when you're feeling underslept, right? When you're feeling like your nervous system is disrupted, what are the things that you tend to do? What are the excuses that you tend to make? So just making a list of those things, journaling about them. I won't say journaling because that's, I mean, you can just make like a bullet point list of the things that you say to yourself to get yourself off the hook um, or excuses that you make or legitimate habits that you already have that just get in the way. What are some of your bad habits and what are, what are the excuses that you make for yourself? And then I also want you to think about the benefits that you get from your habits right now. Even your bad habits, your negative habits have some benefit, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't be continuing to do them. So they serve you in some way, right? So for example, um, I'll just use substances maybe for for an example. Um, so maybe you have like a glass of wine. Maybe your goal is to, to stop drinking or something like that. Um, and you have a glass of wine or two glasses of wine um, every night because why what's the why um, because it it makes you feel less stressed or because you feel like you sleep better you don't by the way but um, so there are some benefits though to your habits you feel like it's doing something for you and so therefore you continue to do it right so identify what those things are and that's the only way that you're going to figure out a way to connect with your goals or to be successful with your goals is if you kind of proactive, take this proactive approach to get ahead of some of the things that can get in your way and identify like your negative habits and how they're serving you right now and how, how they can look different. Right. So that is it for this episode. I hope you got something out of those five tips. I want to hear what your guys' goals are for 2023 and beyond. Um, I hope you got something out of this episode. If you did make sure that you share it with someone, I always appreciate that and make sure if you haven't checked out readysetmindful.com, we have a free ebook that's available for overachievers who are looking to decrease their anxiety. So if that is you, which is the majority of my listeners, overachievers and athletes, make sure to check that out. And if you're not following at ready, set mindful on Instagram, we will catch you on the next episode.